You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. My name is Mads. And I'm Scout Sobel, and we are so grateful that you are here, that you're spending time with the two of us, sisters IRL, and now you're a sister as well. Yeah, now you're a sister as well. Oh, how, uh, how are you doing? Wellness check. Uh, you know, the wellness check's not great right now. My body is feeling, the nervous system is inflamed. You know what I mean? So Ooh. last night, I don't even know if we should get into it, but last night there was a thunderstorm and, um, Lightning hit so fucking loud that I jumped up and thought we were being bombed. Oh, God, Jesus. So I screamed at Adam to go get Lily. We were not getting bombed, sisters. Uh, there was lightning, and I'm still recovering from the intense overdrive that my body put me into. Yeah. Yeah, we're really not made for extreme weather. I think I'm realizing that about the Mayo girlies. Um, you had a scare with with the natural world. I am in the snow. I drove for the first time in the snow in my entire life. Have you ever driven in the like with chains on your tires? Um, I feel like I've driven in places like like Big Bear, but it wasn't yeah. necessarily like actively snowing. Like the snow had been already there. plowed. Is that the word that they use? Plowed. The snow has been yes. shoveled off of the street. Sure, I don't know. sure. Uh, yeah, I I drove in a full on snowstorm like crazy crazy like snow was hitting my windshield I've never seen this in my entire life I had to get chains on my car on the tires 
it was quite the experience. And now my my car is completely under snow. So I don't know how I'm going to get out of here. Um, wait, so where, TBD. where are you? I'm in Big Bear. Oh, yes. I'm like, wellness check on Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you thought this was happening in Los Angeles. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I don't fucking know. I think we're getting bombed because the lightning is so loud. Who knows? Anything goes these days. No, no, no. But this, it was very jarring to drive one hour outside of LA and suddenly I'm in a snowstorm. So that was kind of weird. But um, yes, I'm in Big Bear. I am staying at these two hotels here for Camber. Uh, they gave us um, a stay in exchange for TikTok content. And so I, you know, it's in the middle of the week. So I'm taking, you know, a little solo trip, which I love. I've never taken a solo trip, I don't think. Oh, that is exciting, except I'm a little worried about how you're going to get out of there. Yeah, it's going to be quite the experience. I'll vlog the whole thing, of course. Um, but yeah, I might, I'm, my, 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 my Uggs are, are done for. Like, I can't. I'm going to be walking in feet of snow to get to my car. Yeah, you're not prepared. We're not prepared. We're very much Southern California girlies. And, you know, when people ask us, like, in general, people from Southern California freak out when there's a bit of weather because we never grew up with weather. So whenever I'm on a call at Scott's agency with someone on the East Coast, they're like, are you guys okay out there? Like, I heard there's rain and you guys are freaking out. And I'm always like, you know what? Whenever you hear a Southern California person freaking out about the weather, the weather's not bad. It's just weather. Um, but now now I can say now it's bad. Like now we're like, yep. you know, on a couple like week five of just kind of extremeness. It's hailing at my house. There's hail in my backyard right now. And I just I just think we need a collective reset. I think we need a collective trip to the Bahamas. Our dad just yeah. went there. And I just feel like we should all go there. Yeah, we need to hit the reset button for sure. Um, oh, I made I put a TikTok about this. I wonder, I want to hear your your take. I love talking about the weather. Like, I don't know why it has such a bad rap of like, oh, you're talking about the weather. It's like such an annoying thing to start every Zoom call talking about the weather. I love it. Like I, I don't, I don't know what people are saying. We talk about the weather. We talk about if we're cold. We talk about you know where they are, what it's looking like. Like I don't. Why is it so bad? Okay, so you know what? Excellent, excellent point. Because whenever I'm on a call for you work, always or start on a podcast with and like what the weather. We talk about the weather too much or too long. I'm like, oh, we got to stop. We're just talking about the weather. I think it's because, but at the end of the day, it's like such a common denominator. Exactly. It's such a culture influencer you know like the weather is such an influencer impacted (laughs) fashion is impacted by the weather um moods are impacted by the weather so i think it's mostly just that i think oscar wilde did this because he wrote he he made a comment or he made like some satire satirical satirical satirical, that's what i'm working for a satirical sketch on uh like elite high society just sitting around talking about the weather because it's just kind of at one point, a very empty conversation like, oh, is the sun out? Oh, it's it 57 is. where yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah. But if we do go under that, which I think that when we talk about the weather, we provide that that uh, it's that context. Depth. It's context for everything in your whole day. It completely. I, I, I am pro talking about the weather. Also, you, now that you said Oscar Wilde, um, who's the guy that stayed in a cabin in the woods to write? Was it Thoreau? Um, I'm sure there were many men who stayed in the cabin in the woods. Right, right, but I think it's Henry Thoreau, right? 
uh, I'm I'm not familiar with Thoreau, so okay. I can't Anyways, comment on his it's writing tendencies. My, what I'm doing right now is giving Thoreau. Like I am in, I'm in like a wooden cabin looking out into a lake with the snowfall. It's so idyllic, and I'm alone. And are you gonna write a poem? I was gonna say I might write a haiku. Oh my god! Remember when you made a fucking new year's resolution to write like a haiku a day no i didn't what are you talking about i would never you do made that. that resolution i would never in my life do something like that a hundred percent you were like i'm gonna read a haiku a day or i'm gonna write a haiku a day it was like a thing in your journals you would write haikus what what age what age are we talking you know what it's kind of muffled it could yeah. be either like year one of okasis or it could be like age 16 Okay, I was going to say, I think it's age 16. Like, I, this must have been when I was, like, in my emo Tumblr era, because that sounds like no, me. No, I think it was, like, you were trying to be like me, and so you just made this haiku thing up. Okay. Haikus are so difficult to write, so I don't even know why I would do that. Okay. Well, Honestly, that makes sense why you would do it, because you like structure and, like, academia stuff. So you were like, I'm going to like be emo, stuff. but it's going to have, like, a wordle component to it. Okay. A wordle, oh, like a cross. Didn't you used to do like crossword puzzles every Sunday? That was what it was. I don't think it was haikus. I used to do the crossword puzzles on my iPad, but I would just do the cheater version where I just would look up the answers and just put the answers in. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about the culture, because the iPad, the iPad, you could literally just say like, "Show me the answer." I would try for maybe one or two, and then I would be like, okay, give up, show me the answer. Yeah, so I do the same thing. Um, There's a Starbucks drive-thru next to my house that I'll get like a latte before going into the office sometimes, and they do um, a, what's it called? Not a puzzle. It's a, uh, fuck. What's the word where it's a question and you have to guess the answer? Uh, A riddle. They do a riddle. And... Every time I try to get it, but like, you know, I don't have a lot of time because there's people behind me. I got to pay. I got to get moving. So I try for like 2.5 seconds and then I'm like, what is it, guys? Tell me. And I'm, my brain just doesn't work like that. Wait, why are they giving you riddles at Starbucks? They like to make your day. So they just have this little chalkboard outside of the drive through window and they put a riddle on there every oh day. God. That's precious. Wow. Starbucks. I know. No, the people at my local Starbucks are the best. Every Whoa. time I drive them to the drive-thru, they're like, good morning. What are we having today? I'm like, that's right. That's the energy I need. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dying. All right. Let's also, get. Wait, okay. real quick. PSA. You can now tip at Starbucks. Thank the fucking God. Like, listen, I'm not stoked that I have to spend even more money on beverages and food because, like, it's crazy out there. But thank God, because these Starbucks people are working their motherfucking ass off for the last, I don't know, 25 goddamn years. And they've never been tipped, which is a joke as a barista. So tip your local Starbucks baristas, please, because you can now do it. Yeah, that's crazy that that has never been a thing. I I guess I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because literally you buy a pack of gum at like a random store and they're like, would you like to tip 25% on that? And you're like, no. (laughs) But then Starbucks, it's like, sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this episode. Let's get this episode because you have a hard out. So let's, you know, keep it moving. All right, today we're going to discuss our simple pleasures as of late. It is the end of March. It's when you're listening to this, it's going to be the beginning of April. We have closed out Q1. We're entering Q2 of 2023. And we are going to list out some of the things that are giving us pleasure these days. 
And just so you know, sisters, you, if you're listening for a while, you know that I write down three simple pleasures that happened to me that day every single day in my in my notebook. I highly recommend this practice because it's so, like right now I just went back through them to, you know, remember all my simple pleasures. And it's such a beautiful recollection and and entry of just, you know, it's nice to reflect and look back on all the all the beauty in your life. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. 
our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Amen. I'll let you kick it off, girl. Okay, I mean, I already kind of mentioned it, but this trip that I'm on, a solo trip, definitely a simple pleasure going to a cute boutique hotel like this. Um, It's right on the lake, literally lakefront. The view is absolutely gorgeous, although the snow was insane getting in here. The moment the snow cleared up and I looked outside, like I literally gasped. I've never seen such a beautiful sight in my entire life. It was like a painting and the, the sun was out, the sky was c- completely blue, and the snow had settled. And it was, oh my God, I've never seen anything be- more beautiful. So I don't know, it just so, it, it made me so grateful for for being here and also getting to do stuff like this. Like, I, I definitely don't take it for granted. Like, this is the reason I do camber. Like, these are, like, this is what I love to do. It sparks so much joy for me. I love going to boutique hotels. I love exploring new places. So I am definitely in a, in a, it's not even a simple pleasure. This is a big ass pleasure for sure. Um, and I mean, Ben and I went, we've been doing so many weekend trips. That was one of my 2023 goals is to do more weekend trips. Um, they're my favorite type of trips and I've been, I've been really, I've been doing them. So, um, I feel very fortunate that I get to do, get to do all of this. Mm, that's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. What about you? One of my simple pleasures these days is watching American Idol. Oh, because God. <laughs> watching the auditions, it's so great. You know, I think that we get hit, obviously, with a lot of terrifying news and collective fear. And we think, like, the world's going to shit, which, by the way, everyone always thinks the world's going to shit, like, for the last hundreds of years. Um, it's just, like, part of the human experience. Um but, you know, when you, like, feel like you don't have hope in people anymore, you watch American Idol and they tell the backstory of some of the main people who interviewed or who auditioned. And it's they have such stories of resilience and such stories of overcoming and strength and commitment to their dreams and such emotion and purpose and why they're doing what they're doing. And it's just the audition part of the show is just jam-packed with people who are going after their dreams, overcoming incredibly difficult um, obstacles. And I just cry with pride to see them standing in their power. And whether they get accepted or not, like when they get accepted, it's just incredible to watch dreams come true. But it's such a beautiful reminder that people go through really hard things every single day and come out the other end. I mean, this one guy, he was... Uh, taken into the foster uh, system, foster kid system uh, with his other two siblings. And he's the oldest when he was really young. And he's been kind of raising his children through the foster care system. And he finally like they're all over 18 and they're independent and living on their own. And he's like 27 and he's a server. And he got up there and he's saying Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. And it was I mean, the minute he opened his mouth, I was just in awe. The judges were in awe. And you just watched this man sing his heartbreak and yet exude his resilience and hope for the future. And it was such a beautiful moment. And it just reminds me that if the media and the news and Instagram showed us stories like that more, I think we would be 
collectively way more empowered. So one of my simple pleasures, honestly, is watching competition shows where people's dreams come true. It's such a beautiful energy to be in. Oh, wow. Who knew that American Idol was such a such an inspiration? Oh, oh, oh. my God. I post about this on Instagram. I'm getting DMs. People are doing the same thing. Oh They're God, watching American even, Idol and crying. I didn't even know American Idol was like still a thing. Oh, yeah. Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. Look it up. It's fucking amazing. Damn. Okay. Um. Well, in the in the spirit of TV shows, this is definitely not something that furthers hope for the future. But um, Succession is back. Thank the fucking Lord. Best show on television. Best show that ever existed in all of the history of any show that has ever existed. And it's back and it's bringing me so much pleasure. I fucking love having something to look forward to on Sunday nights. I love Sunday night TV and I am delighted. I'm so delighted that the Roy's are back in my life. The fuck you's are back in my life and I'm here for the memes and I am just immersing myself in the succession ecosystem. I love it. Yeah, you're such a succession person. I I mean, I agree. It's a fucking fantastic, but it's like it's. You got to be in the right mindset because it's it's some intense energy, but uh, an incredibly well done show. Oh yeah, you gotta say. have you have to, to you have to watch you have to watch like a palate cleanser after. Yeah, you gotta watch. That's a good way to put it. You gotta watch the palate cleanser. Um, my other simple pleasure, obviously, is looking into the eyes of my baby girl Lily Constantine and baby watching Lily. her laugh and making her laugh and oh my god she is making so many present. noises these days like she's such a noisy girl oh my goodness she is making oh wait did I tell you I don't think I told you this story so the other night so she's a totally new baby since you saw her last she's so interactive she's trying to talk all the time oh she's my god blowing spit bubbles and making noises so babies learn by mimicking things that they see. So Lily was laying down and looking up at Luna, who was on top of a pillow. And all of a sudden, Lily starts going, <sighs> Lily starts panting like a dog. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And so <laughs> Luna comes down and gives her kisses. And Lily's like face gets so happy and she starts laughing and smiling. And then Luna walks away. And so Lily starts panting again. And Luna comes back. And now Lily pants all day long. Oh my God, wait. <laughs> so she is becoming a dog. Yeah, she thinks she's a dog. She like watches wow. Luna pant and now she mimics her. That is so insane. She's I'll send so you a video. Smart. It's so cute. But she's so smart. She's very smart. Simple pleasure is coming back because like you know, I think about it a lot of times, like when she's with her nanny, like the nanny's job is to take care of Lily. But sometimes slash a lot of the times when I'm with Lily, like I'm also getting breakfast ready. I also have to shower. I have to run to the bathroom. I have to make a call. I have to get in the car and go do grocery shopping with her like I'm doing life, you know. And one of my simple pleasures is like stopping and just connecting and looking her in the eye and being really present with her. So beautiful. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Ma, I'm so excited to see her next week. I, it's so true. I feel like I haven't seen her in so long. Um, okay. I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but I guess I'll just mention it again. Ben and I have started a new daily ritual where in the mornings we put on a song and every morning we switch off choosing the song and we dance. And it's either like a slow dance or it could be a fun dance. And it has just been such a beautiful way for us to 
connect and just be with one another, have more like this quality moment away from our devices and it brings so much joy and it's just, it seems like super cheesy and corny, but it, I don't know. I just, I love doing it every morning and I look forward to it. And so it's been, I don't know. I just like want to insert more of that type of stuff in my life and like make space and time for that type of stuff because it could seem so, oh yeah, I'll do it or whatever. Oh, it's just three minutes or we could skip a day, but I don't know. It just, you need to be really intentional about making time for stuff like that. Mm, I agree. I completely agree. And I especially think that in relationships, as you are with each other longer and longer and you have jobs and then eventually you have children, like those little moments are what keep a relationship really beautiful in the life. Oh, that makes me happy. My simple pleasure is if I get to wake up before Lily wakes up, um, sitting in silence upstairs now that it's daylight savings time, I just find that there's something so sacred and special about getting up before, right before the sun rises and sitting in that morning energy where it's dark and no one's really awake yet. And obviously, like, you guys know I'm a big journaler, but journaling during that time. But the simple pleasure is just being awake, like, 20 minutes before the sun rises because you know it's morning. You know it's about to happen. But there's that beautiful peace and stillness. And so I've been trying to get up before Lily does to experience it when I can, like, when I'm good on sleep or if she's been sleeping well, I'll set my alarm a little earlier to do that. Um, and that really quiet morning, I know Mads, you love that morning time too, is so special for me. Yeah. There is something about being awake when no one else is awake. You feel like you have the world to yourself. There is no better feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wake up like, I've been waking up at around 5am usually these days. Just, I don't, there's something. What? Just to experience that. Yeah. Just to experience the stillness and. Um, yeah, there's something, my brain is a lot more, more plugged in at that time. Also, uh, this is one of my simple pleasures is I've started to read again in the morning. So I don't know why I felt off this, but in the mornings I would like do the whole morning routine, but then just get right to work before I worked out. Whereas now I'm using that time and look, it's like, yeah, I could be working for what 45 minutes while before my workout. So, um uh what was I? Oh right. So, I would instead of like going to like doing some work for like 45 minutes or something, I would just I now read and I read like a different book than I read in the evenings and these are more of the like self-helpy books or businessy books. Um so right now I'm reading The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. I highly recommend everyone read this book. It's fantastic it feels like a meditation almost and so that's been such a simple pleasure of like putting that ritual back in practice I love that yeah it's I've never been a morning reader and I don't know why but I it's been hard for me because there's so many books that I want to read but that I know aren't good for me at night before I go to bed because it turns the brain on too much and so um, I usually save those books for like afternoons or, or weekends but reading in the morning I know you're such a proponent of it it's, it hasn't been something I've like I've always wanted to, but it's never felt really great. But I, I know it's such a nourishing, beautiful way to also start the day. Right. Exactly. Um, box breathing for me has been a really simple pleasure and a really beautiful tool to connect to my body. Um, you know, I think we talk obviously a lot about meditation, but sometimes meditation can feel 
more like it's a daily practice of mine but sometimes you need something that really puts you in touch with your body versus calms your mind down if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and so I've been box breathing in the car on my way to work and on my way to the office every morning which has been so easy it's so it's obviously free like you just do it real quick you know um and it's felt really really meaningful and purposeful in my body love that I love a box breath breath Dude, work it's so, so clearing amazing and then so my last simple pleasure is this podcast thank you sisters so much I literally I keep just feeling so much gratitude for this podcast and everything that it's brought us and um, not only has it brought you all and uh, this community but it just feels like so enriching I feel so grateful that we've been doing this for five fucking year almost five fucking years and it just is it's such a delight to come back every week and we know that there's so many new new faces listeners and so we're so happy you're here yeah really truly this like every time I podcast with you Mads like I I, I leave feeling so good so I hope you sisters feel the same exact way like I feel like I started this episode feeling really anxious and I feel like I'm leaving feeling grounded and as if I've tapped into my simple pleasures like times a hundred. So sisters, if you love this episode, we would love it if you would take a screenshot, post it to your stories, tag us at OKSIS podcast at Maddie Mayo at Scout Sobel and write what your simple pleasure is so we can keep this train going. How does that sound, Mads? That sounds like fun. Perf. Perf. Yay. Okay, sisters, we love you and we will catch you next episode. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.